good evening, good metal, my name's Coop, and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This is episode 43, this is going to be a Metal to the Masses, Merseyside 2019, a final preview. So we have that at the on Saturday, the 22nd, at 6.30 at the doors, £7 on the doors. Earlier start, because we've got a fucking ton of metal coming at you. So this is uh, Metal to the Masses, Merseyside 2019, this is the Battle for Bloodstock, and this is the final. This is kind of everything to... All the bands that took part in the in in the four heats had leading to, and basically whoever wins this uh, plays at Bloodstock at the on the new Blood stage, which is you know a, a tremendous privilege and a, and a huge part of of what what you know a band can put on their CV and how they can put themselves across and a fantastic opportunity Bloodstock festival itself. You know how I feel about that. I, I think it's one of the best festivals in, on the planet. It's certainly one of the best opportunities for a band that is a local band doing very well and they want to move up to the next level to play Bloodstock is the next level, is the next way to do that. And so, you know, Andy Hughes, shout out again to the governor who sets this this, this all up, has put together just an extraordinary bill. You know, we're starting at half six because there's four bands on vying for the chance to, to, to win and go on to play Bloodstock. And then two other bands who have also played Bloodstock and the new Blood stage as well. Like to just show that it's important to understand the connection there. That that you can be in a band, you can play shows and what have you be around maybe a year, two years, and play something like this. Go on to a final and play the new Blood stage. These people have done that, and then go on to do great things as the the other bands that uh, I will talk about in a bit have done. So, this is the the end of the journey. Some of you may have been there at the heats which is fantastic. Some of you may not, which fucking sucks because you should support live music. I've been there for all of them. I I have to be because I'm the MC. I'm the guy that kind of tells you how, what, what, what to do, when to vote, gets people fucking involved and all that. And I found the whole thing being, you know, it's exceptionally rewarding. And moreover, I've understood now that there is, I knew, but I was just kind of didn't, really see that that there's a wealth of metal in the in Merseyside and and, and Liverpool and, and Northwest. There's an astonishing amount of really good quality metal out there. And I've just since you know, I, I consider myself someone who's who's fairly in touch with the scene and fairly in touch with kind of what's out there and the bands that are playing. And even I've been introduced to bands I've not heard before. And there's two or three songs by by people that have just blown me away. Dawn Creature on the last show by Meru. They that's that's a fucking amazing song. I've listened to that most at least once a day, and I never would have found that if I hadn't been to these shows. And I'm someone that considers themselves involved in the environment of uh, of metal on uh, my the the sort of my area in the scene it was seen within. And even I was surprised by that. So what am I saying? I'm saying get yourself to a venue and see that there's metal that is out there. The next headliners, the next bands you'll see at festivals are those people. You know that you're gonna see there. This is where it's coming from. This is the whole the whole point of it, you know. Um, as a sidebar to that, I know that we're just finishing up with download and, and appreciate a lot of the fi- feedback that everybody's given me about the, the preview I did for download. Yes, I will do one for Bloodstock, you know. Fuck, I may even do one for something like Vakken or Hellfest because just fucking why not a challenge, you know. But the feedback was was really good. That, you know, A lot of bands, people was going to see bands that they hadn't thought about and I'd mentioned there. That's nice. That's nice that someone listens to that. that that's a cool thing. There all, also is the other sort of side thing that people are complaining that it's wet and it's muddy and it's all that type of thing. A download and it's a washout and all that. And it's just, you know, it, it, social media has got a lot to answer for, hasn't it? And I've seen the same pictures getting banded around and the same kind of sort of you know videos getting banded around some of them are real some of them from different festivals and so like 
people love if they're not there to throw up videos and say, oh, look how fucking shit it is. And people who are there love to put up videos and go, it's not that bad, you know. And and the truth of the matter is, is festivals aren't meant to be clinical. They're not meant to be this beautiful experience where nothing goes wrong, everything is comfortable, and it's completely sanitised. It wasn't meant to be that, you know. It wasn't meant to be that at Woodstock without sounding like a big fucking hippie. It wasn't meant to be that, and it's grown to this thing now where the the, the corporations have almost got hold of it and squeezed all all life out of it. So it's there's one that's that it's that one place where it, it it's meant to rain every now and again. It this is England, you know. This is where this is a British. The British Isles are not known for the great weather. And so it's meant to be muddy. You just put, put some wellies on. You're meant to get dirty. You're, you're allowed to. You're meant to get drunk. You're meant to fall over. You're meant to lose your phone. You're meant to do these things. You're meant to, you know, bump into people. You're meant to, to sprain your ankle. You're meant to do all this stuff whilst you're enjoying the bands. And it's a part of an incredible bonding experience. Anybody that knows that goes to a festival knows that you go with a group of people and you just cut loose. You forget about work. You forget about the, the, the trials and tribulations of, of, of the average day. And it's this sort of a beautiful place you can go to, to just enjoy the same things. And you know that everybody else that's going there is also going to enjoy those things. And you don't feel less... You feel less ostracised by society that you suddenly there's a hundred thousand metalheads around you walking up and down the thing with beer and stuff. People got the same t-shirts as you, and you can instantly connect with them. I have a lot of friends and relationships that that I have with people now that were born from going to festivals and being in a shitty situation where there's only a couple of cans of beer or it's three o'clock in the morning. You're wandering around and you know what? You meet these people and it founds these incredible relationships that that blossom and and stay true forever. These festivals are meant to be sanitised. Of course, they're meant to be safe. You know, of course, they're meant to be safe, but they're not meant to be perfect. If you want the absolute perfect thing, stay at home and watch it on television. That's what you want. But I guarantee you this, that you will never get the contact high that exists from watching a band in a live situation. There's, there's, nothing can replace it. VR will not replace it. That feeling of 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 a band giving it the beans in a live context where anything could go wrong is an incredibly powerful thing. So those that went there to download and are coming back now and then they may be, you know, covered in mud and stuff and, you know, sprained ankles and cuts and bruises and stuff like that. They're beautiful memories, you know. You you you're not you're not made of glass. You'll 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 get past this, you know. And just think about the great friendships and the wonderful, amusing stories that you'll take from it. Nobody ever remembers the gig where everything went right. Everybody remembers the gig where everything went wrong. That's where the stories are going. I think it was therapy that said happy people have no stories, and it's a you know it's that whole embracing of of a live thing and this live context that still is the biggest c- connection I believe we have to the human spirit. That said. EBGBs the 22nd of June, 6.30 doors, £7 on the door, metal to the masses, made side, 29 time, 19. It's the final. This is the live thing where you can go with your friends to watch this live music. And what a fucking ton of live music we have. I'll break down the two sort of co-headliners, if you will. Is that the way to say it? I don't know. Um, what if, if you know? I'll break them down in a second. But first, let's go through the band so you know what you can see. If you missed, God forbid, hey, uh, if you missed any of the heat. So the first one is a Tanamir. Tanamir were the first winners on the first, uh, the first heat. One of the toughest. I mean, all the heats have been really tough. Like, but a Tanamir were just. I think they won over because they they. They they love what they do. You can't hide that. There's there's some things in in life that you can't hide. You can't hide true. Ability, you can't hide it when something's amazing, it's amazing, it transcends whatever. But you cannot hide enthusiasm and a tanamir, just this 
ball of energy with thrash metal and kind of all that old school stuff and all the metal that I love, like, you know, uh, Black Label and Sepultura and all that type of stuff. And just just a great sort of, you know, wonderful celebration of metal, if you will. Like, Atanamir, just, a, you know, what a, what a fantastic band. You could see them playing on the New Blood stage and absolutely fucking carving it up as well. Like, are people going crazy over them? Atanamir, yeah, I don't know what order it's going to be on, on night. Uh, it probably makes sense that it's the order that everybody went through, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll go from Atanamir... Fantastic! You need to check out their stuff. They're starting to get put some stuff out there now. It's hugely impressive to me, mainly because they, 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 they you can't fake it if you don't believe in it, and they one hundred percent believe in what they're doing. And then you've got Midnight Prophecy. Midnight Prophecy represents the almost rock and roll, the almost hard rock side of what we're doing as well. The kind of like, but then there's, yeah, that's not even strictly true because then they do. They've got the Iron Maiden type of things going in. And the front man just, just what, what confidence and and just ability that the whole band have got. They, they just understand the material, just understand kind of what what they're doing and how to put it across. And they've got songs. What the fuck are they? Remember them songs, songs and riffs that that, that, that make sense and are really powerful. I was reminded that when I watched them of of, of old school Guns and Roses. That's probably not what they they do wanted to get across at all. But that's how I was remembering dangerous and kind of song based stuff with massive orchestration behind it. I thought it was fantastic and quite quite naturally they when they went through. Then you have Forlorn Hope and Forlorn Hope just you know. I'd never heard of them. Totally blindsided me in every way because they were just, just power. Just you know, just just a massive, powerful sort of almost like war metal. I think I said when I spoke about them last time. Falling out, but doing this kind of brilliant. And every song was just fucking on point, and every song was just incredibly polished and incredibly sort of finished. And then they go and say that they're going to do a, they're doing a concept album. They're going to play that concept album in full. And I talked about this before. Concept album in full. What sort of respect do you have for your audience? You do that just shows an incredible amount of trust that the audience will accept what they. I I don't know what they're gonna do past the the, the set that they played when they went through in the uh, heat three, I believe. I don't know what they're gonna do because uh, th- that set was brilliant. They probably play that set again and do very well. But knowing them, they're going to up the ante. They're going to do something bigger. And better, and they're just going to embrace it. I just, uh, I, I want to see Fallen Hope as much as I want to see, as much as I want to hear what they're going to do, going to do next. And then you've got Maru, um, and what? We're blown away, you know, blown away by Maru. Uh, you know, once again, heard that some rumblings that they would be particularly special, and they just were. They're just, it's, it's, it's black metal. Is it's death metal to a certain degree. It's. It's incredibly atmospheric, incredibly powerful, and just huge. I mean, where they go in 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 in, in the order of things is is going to be interesting because they just they create their own sort of universe, their own thing, sort of ambience, and and sit within that. They're superb, Maru, and they've got a really beautiful understanding uh, of what what they want to do as well. Like you know, and and it's very not understated is not the right word, but it's very kind of you know kind of pointed so they understand exactly what they want to do and lay it out and it's there's no like well let's see you know this this leads into this no 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 it's it's this is the whole medium placed before you and it's it just washes over you like this black wave superb just just superb i don't fucking know who's gonna who's gonna fucking win in this i've no idea i've no idea all four bands i'd be happy to represent 
the scene that I'm, you know, very a small part of. I'd, I'd, I'd very happy. To, I can see all four of them tearing up the new blood stage for for totally different reasons as well, for for totally different kind of have totally different effects, if you will. And I can see all four of them having different journeys as well from here, win, lose, or, or whatever. Yeah, I can see them having different journeys and moving to different sort of areas and stuff, but I don't see any of them kind of seeping into ambiguity. And and what was great is I saw a lot of the people that were in those bands at all of the heats, which I thought was incredibly sort of, you know, indicative of, of, the, of the scenes. The bands support bands, other musicians support other musicians, which I thought was just fucking, which I thought was just brilliant. So you've got four bands there. Uh, you know, there's a future of what this scene is. And if you haven't seen any of those bands, you you really fucking should do that. These are, these are great acts that need to need to get your ear. And then we have two sets of headlines. I don't know, it's weird. is it co-headlining? Do we say co-headlining? I don't know. I don't know how you say it, but, but there's two fucking great bands on. That's the end of it. So you've got uh, Deified, um, just, you know, Liverpool's own, really much, very much Liverpool's own. Just what a, what a superb act, what a superb band, because... It's like uh, I remember reading that someone said that like Lamb of God were like just a, a group of men playing metal. Deified is just exactly that a group of men just playing really really good strong metal. You know, started with the the, the Abbey Ascension, and I think I saw them around the end of the, end of that. And I thought these are pretty pretty special. I think the spotlight got shone on them when they started playing the New Blood stage. But they're like a they're a finished fucking article as it gets. They are. They've got some fucking great material. I mean, they the stuff on. Into human manifesto is is pretty pretty strong. Like that's an EP. You get the feeling that the, hopefully at this show, I think they'll. I'd like to even play some new material and see which way they're going now. What they've learned from kind of their their journey. I think they're going to be very. Uh, that that they're just a fucking. You know when you know when that you know when it is you know when a band strikes up and the and the 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 the, 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 the sort of the low chug is just like uh, pleasing to the ear. It's that, and it's like you know when you hear riff and you just do that fucking. You know, your, your eyes squint a bit and you you pull your fucking chin out a little bit and you're like, fuck, that's fucking amazing, you know, and you just buy it and you just totally... That, that's what they do. They, they they kind of play stuff and you're just like, fucking hell, that's good. Damn, that's good. And then you've got Reaper or Reaper UK, which I'm going to call them Reaper, fuck all that noise. So Reaper, you know, which is another band who all previously played Bloodstock and you on the new Blood stage. Uh, my boy Dan and... Uh, Front and that band, what it Reaper are just like you know, um, you know, like Megadeth and kind of all that type of thing. Like, they did the so they had like Birth of Chaos was their first kind of release, and then I've listened to what they're doing, and, and it's one of those bands where you, you can hear them putting all the pieces together now. And I think that their second album is going to be pretty, pretty special when it when, when that comes to fruition. Once again, we want to hear new stuff from them, and Dan's been out doing some spectacular work you know anybody's seen any anything that he's been doing there's known that he's a huge fan of the progressive and sort of uh, in, intellectual side of, of the metal scene and reaper do that reaper do this really wonderful not tech metal that's not the right way progressive is probably not even the right way too but it's closer they do this wonderful progressive sort of sort of thing and the two of them that that makes a really good co-headline and that 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 makes complete sense once again andy hughes doing a fucking class a job of putting something together there you have six bands there Pretty much representing a very fairly wide gaunt of of all of all metal, and it and it hasn't happened. The only thing that's happened by 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 design is the two headlines because that's Andy, but the other bands were decided by fucking you, by you the listener, by the people listening, and we've suddenly got this lovely dichotomy of metal going on, and I just think that that's fantastic. What a superb situation to be in, where you got you you when you go to to the show. 
if you didn't like one band or whatever it may be, the next band's going to be totally different. There's going to be a total different sort of thing. You're going to have a real sort of uh, smorgasbord. There you go. I didn't want to say that. Smorgasbord of, of metal, of, of kind of, you know, this wonderful sort of different shades of, of what's going on there. You know, you could argue there's maybe some shades of different things in there, but but there's a lot represented there. You're getting a lot for £7. What is it? £7 for six bands. So it's six, essentially like one twenty-five a band a pound. I'd pay fucking a pound to get these bands. It's, it's ridiculous. But you're going for the reason is to support these bands because, like I said, when I talked about it in on one of the heats where you... You, you know, you talk now about going to see a band for £7 or I went to see uh, Maru for £7 with, with some other bands at the, uh, the Metal to Masters final and then they're playing the O2 and it's costing you fucking 15 quid to go in there if you can fucking get a ticket. This is the time you get to see those bands. You know, bands like Alien Weaponry, which I talked about in the last podcast who did, who were blowing up at the moment, they started playing in small bars and clubs. Have a look, that's how they did that. You know, this is the time. And now you can't get fucking, you know, places are selling out on their shows, which is superb. Now, you, you, you can see these bands before you. If, if there's a drum that I can bang for the whole of the Metal to the Masses, it's that you can see these bands before you can't see these bands do you know what I mean um, I think the next show will be uh, something nice that I've got planned and then I'll do a review of the whole sort of Metal to the Masses experience for me as an MC and for, for the bands and hopefully I'll talk to whichever band wins maybe I'll talk to all of the bands I don't fucking know you know I'm sure some of them might want to talk to me about anything certainly probably going to talk to the lads in Reaper as well uh, talk to Uncle Dan I've been promising to get him onto the show for a while but I think you know uh, the experience so far I've just enjoyed immense, immensely it's just built to this built to this final where all these bands genuinely want it genuinely care about what's going on you know and there's only one place and there's you know there's a chance to to win and go onto the new blood stage which is incredibly important to to, to metal act now and I'm, I'm going to be there now I know a lot of you listening are going to be there as well please you know take the time to have a look at the bill take the time to listen to some of the bands and then let get yourself down to the show. Like I say, anybody that's maybe considered themselves socially awkward or has problems with around other people and or crowds, or whatever, come to the show. You can see me. You can talk to me. You know, there's no reason to to be if you're not feeling so good about things. Come to a show. You'll feel better. You'll feel better. And whenever I feel down, I listen to metal. That's what I do. Uh, it makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel stronger, powerful. That it does. It fucking does. There you go. It does. It makes me feel like I like I'm not. You know, just a uh, dust in the wind. Like you know, it makes me feel like I'm you know, I'm part of something, a part of a fraternity. That the music is incredibly important, especially metal to me. You know, I consider myself a defender of the faith. So, please, uh, EBGBs on the twenty second of June, six thirty on the doors, seven pound. Uh, on the doors to pay six thirty doors. Uh, Tanamir, Midnight Prophecy, Maru, Four and Hope, all battle for the place in um, the new blood stage. Uh, Bloodstock with Reaper UK and Deified as the two coast headliners. What a what a bill! What a night! I'm really looking, looking forward to this. I think this is going to be a pretty special one. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the show.